Hello and welcome to the first local lifestyle of the year. My name is Sam and I'm back to give you some updates on what is happening on and around campus. Today at 3.30pm, you can meet therapy dogs on the lawn near Faust Hall. The event is hosted by the Counseling Center and more information about the event can be found on the Counseling Center Engage Central page. Tomorrow at 10 and 8pm is a Trapdoor Improv Show. The show will feature improvised comedy scenes from the Trapdoor team. More information can be found on their Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram pages at Trapdoor Improv. Multicultural Academic Student Services and the Career Development Center are teaming up to have a multicultural job fair this Wednesday, October 27th, from noon to 2.30 p.m. The event will be in the Bovee University Center and will feature businesses committed to creating diverse work environments. Mass will also be teaming up with the Counseling Center this Thursday, October 28th, for a crafting event. This week's event is to make illumination jars as part of the Arts in the Center activities that run through December. All supplies will be provided. More information on this event and the Multicultural Job Fair can be found on the Mass Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram pages at MASS. CMU. Next Friday, October 29th, is an after-hours improv show in Pierce Hall, room 128. Admission is free. Show details can be found on their Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter pages at After Hours CMitch. Do you want your student organization, favorite restaurant, or live event to be featured on this segment? Email Seraphine Hints at hinz1s at cmitch.edu to be featured on a future episode. Otherwise, that's all of my time for today. I'll see you in two weeks with more event updates. All right, and we are back. So just, um, you know, Mount Pleasant stuff going on at, on campus, midterms are unfortunately upon us. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been trying real hard. I had mine, I think, a little earlier than everyone else. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I have, my heart goes out to everyone getting through it. Um, and obviously study hard, and I hope it's a good midterm season for everyone. Yeah, see, when I when I took BCA classes, I thought I, I wouldn't be uh, swamped with so much midterms and, like, math and stuff. Because, honestly, it's like, okay, BCA, th- there couldn't be too much stuff going on with that. But, no, it, it, it's still college. It's still tough. There are still midterms to be had. Um, I just want to make sure that everyone has a, a good mental outlook going into midterms. I know it can be tough. I know people tend to be really hard on themselves when it comes to testing and when it comes to grades and stuff like that of the sort. But I really just just don't be too hard on yourself. If you don't do as well as you wanted to on a midterm, it's not the end of the world. There's still a whole half a semester to make up for it. You will be a okay. Just don't, you know, don't base your whole outlook on your life based on a midterm test. That's my advice to you. And and if if you can't really do that, if that's an impossibility for you, then I suggest you you know use resources on campus and outside of campus too to maybe get some help that you need. Yeah. I completely agree. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Uh, I, as a person with, like, massive test-taking anxiety mm-hmm. that I didn't even realize until this semester, Yeah. Uh, tests are hard. <laughs> yeah, they... I, like, yeah. just... just even before, like, I, it really set in in college, mm-hmm. there's a, a massive amount of stress put onto us, and especially during finals and midterms. It can really affect people. Yeah. One thing that I learned what I had to do in college was I really did learn how to take notes, and I had to l- learn the hard way because I, I never did. I, I was just kind of 
I guess they, they, they were what I would call it an auditory learner. I think that's what the classification is, yeah. where it's basically like you just hear it and you just kind of, you know, everything kind of sinks in and then you just take the test. Um, I learned in college that you can't really do that because there's <laughs> stuff that, you know, there's stuff you have to learn from the textbook and from the lecture and from like assignments and stuff. So you can't just really rely on all that you hear and then just apply that. You have to really be able to draw back to what you learn the material in class and then take the test. That's really interesting because I'm one of those people that needs to take notes. Gotcha. I need to, like, read something, I need to hear it, and I need to take notes just for my brain to, like, understand the beginning topic. Mm-hmm. And that's something that, too, I, I saw it coming from my way because every high school teacher told me, uh, well, not just me in particular, but, like, the whole class, like, when you if you go to college, you're going to have to take notes. You can't just rely. And I, I heard it, but I didn't listen. And I, I did learn the hard way that, yes, I will eventually have to actually start taking some notes. Well, you, the listener, might want to be taking some notes on the new hottest movies coming out. We are going to pass it over to Brody for our movie segment. Thanks, Luke and Jess. My name is Seraphine, and I will be hosting your Chips and Pop movie segment for this week. With Halloween around the corner, our first movie is Fear Street, Part 1, 1994. Another shady side tragedy. Fits the narrative, right? Sarah Fear's back. Christ, not you too. There's no angry dead witch. The only thing that made him go crazy is this town. Based on the R.L. Stein book series of the same name, Fear Street follows the stories of a group of teenagers living in a town that has had mysterious murders happening in it for centuries. It is up to the teens to discover who, or what, has been causing these unfortunate events. This film, and the other films in the Fear Street series, can be found on Netflix. Our next movie is Ron's Gone Wrong. There's two kinds of people, Dad. The ones who have a bee bot and the ones who don't. Hey, guys. Oh, sorry, I'm in your shot. Oh, I have a filter for that. In a world where everyone has a pet robot, Barney is having a hard time fitting in with the other kids at school. That is until his parents decide to get him his very own bee bot named Ron. Ron, however, isn't quite like the bee bots that Barney's classmates have and has a couple of works to him. The film was released today and can be seen in theaters. All About My Sisters is a documentary from Philadelphia-based Chinese director Wang Xiong. The film focuses on Xiong's family and the impact the one-child policy had on her sister, Zhu Jin. The film explores how Jin was abandoned as a baby and was eventually raised by her uncle. All About My Sisters was produced by Icarus Films and took seven years to make. Wes Anderson's newest film has released today. The French Dispatch is Anderson's love letter to journalism. Eager to escape a bright future on the Great Plains, Arthur Howitzer Jr. transformed a series of travelogue columns into the French Dispatch, a factual weekly report on the subjects of world politics, the arts, high and low, and diverse stories. The film focuses on the fake French city of Henri sur Blasé, translated Boring on Blasé. It's based on some characters and events featured in the New Yorker magazine. Some of the stars include Owen Wilson, Adrian Brody, Tilda Swinton, and Timothy Chalamet. Chalamet is also featured in one of the most anticipated films of the year, Dune. The outsiders ravage our lands in front of our eyes. Their cruelty to my people is all I've known. 
Dune is based on the 1964 novel by Frank Herbert and has been adapted to film in the past. However, this new adaptation has two films slated for the future. The story takes place in the distant future on the desert planet Arrakis. Society has become dependent on a spice called melange that can extend human life as well as having other benefits. The film can be found in theaters and on HBO Max. Like what you heard on this segment? We're looking for a new host. If you are a Central Michigan University student interested in showcasing the hottest new films, email hinz1s at cmish.edu. Thank you for listening, and now back to Jess and Luke. All right, and we are back. My apologies to Seraphine, who I said the wrong name to, but hey, mistakes happen. It's live radio, everybody. <laughs> and it is getting close to Halloween time, and you know what that means as far as movie genre. Horror movies. Yes. Scary movies, horror movies, thrillers. I am very excited for them. Yes, Halloween scary is the be- is a really good time, because I really love the, like, especially the colors, like the orange and black aesthetic around mm-hmm. Halloween and just that kind of vibe that movies give. To me, it's 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 irreplaceable. Mm-hmm. I I am not the type of person to watch horror movies year round. Mm-hmm. October comes in, I become such a super fan. I I will binge series. Mm-hmm. I will I'll probably check out the one that she mentioned on Netflix. I have yeah. not watched that yet. Um, but yeah, I'm always like I'll try and convince my friends to watch them, but I I'm very much into them. Yeah, I I did not grow up in a very uh horror movie family kind of deal so i'm very stunted on my growth when it comes to my knowledge and, and appreciation of horror movies but i have seen a couple and I, i've seen some bad and the bad ones are awesome too because you can just laugh you at laugh. them yeah, yeah they're so funny then. like uh I, I, don't, I usually like to like just like crap on movies for no reason but like the bye bye man that's a comedy <laughs> that's a comedy movie I, you, I feel bad with the names <laughs> yeah the bye bye man is like it's a it's a it's a mistakenly comic movie. Is what I don't know what I'm trying to say, but it, it's comedy. And yeah. It's not supposed to be, which makes it even more funny. Mm-hmm. I I <laughs> I can't. I, that name is a little unbelievable. I think yeah. I remember when it came out, and uh-huh. I was thinking, oh, this is like a fake movie. This is a meme. <laughs> no, I, <laughs> it's un- somehow they they went with the Bye Bye Man and thought that was going to, I guess, scare people. I guess get people having the goosebumps. But no, when I was a kid, uh. The night before, the the night before Christmas was my uh, night before. Oh, nightmare before Christmas! Oh my gosh, yes, yeah. nightmare before Christmas was more my speed. Yeah, uh, as yeah. far as as uh, trying to scare me. Yeah, I was like a we were an action movie family. Okay, gotcha. It wasn't until I think it was like Coraline and like oh nightmare I love Coraline Christmas yes and all of that and I was like oh I kind of like the the spookier thing in October. Yeah. Clay, claymation also is a really good it's, vibe for I, a Halloween yeah. movie. Such a interesting, such just like an interesting art form. I think mm-hmm. the amount of work and effort, like you really have to be passionate to do it. And I, I really admire their work on those movies. Plus, it, I do think it is a different enough medium and one that isn't as mainstream and forced down, you know, the the media's throats as it is. That it can be a little bit creepy because our brains aren't as used to seeing that kind of form on yeah. the screen. There might be. I've never thought about it, but maybe they do have to avoid like the uncanny valley mm-hmm. claymation. Yeah. Wow. Crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're 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 getting we're getting philosophical on our, on our first episode too. Like we we might have to slow. We're gonna have to slow down <laughs> slow, in like four roll. four weeks. We're gonna be like quoting uh, Aristotle and like Socrates. <laughs> it's just gonna be the philosophy half hour. Next time, next time we'll bring in a Nietzsche quote. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That'd oh be a man. Bad way to start the episode. <laughs> 
yeah. uh, I think I also think that there is a lot of mix in between movie genres and mm-hmm. stuff too. How like sci-fi can kind of delve into action, and like obviously horror can kind of become comedy, whether intentional or on accident. Yeah. <laughs> and there are there is like horror comedy genre that is a thing that where you combine elements yeah. of both, where they're trying to be funny on purpose, not as a not as a mistake, mm-hmm. and they're also there's a horror element to it too. Yeah, it's like a like tragedy and comedy how it kind of goes yeah. together, and it's. It's a very thin line, but it often mixes. I think it's because, like, laughing and also, like, yelling are, can both be... I mean, laughing is theorized to be, like, a product of, like, the brain being surprised by, like, a punchline to a joke. Oh. So maybe that there's a similar kind of... Similar kind of, like, the brain... The synapses yeah, like in the a... brain gets gets set off with the unexpectedness of, a, like, a jump scare and also with a punchline yeah. of a joke. A so they kind of seem... like, connection. Yeah, they, they weave like together that. very... Like very intricately, I guess. I'm one of those people where if I trip and even if I get hurt, I mm-hmm. will laugh coming yeah. up. <laughs> yeah, I have I have a really bad habit of like whenever I hear anything like shocking, I just kind of, my my instinct is like kind of like uncomfortably laugh, mm-hmm. which, which is is fine in most situations. But when somebody's like, "Oh, this like horrible thing happened," and they're like, "Ah," and then I start like do a little chuckle if people get like, "You think that's funny?" It's like, "No, that's just oh, no, that's just, just my I'm my natural response." I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm just I'm just uncomfortable and I don't like being here. And this is this is how this is how I this is my escapism for me is just to like <laughs> laugh uncomfortably. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, if you if you're suffering from escapism from the couch, we have some TV shows here that will get you. Planted right back in your seat. Here's our TV segment on Chips and Pop. Thank you, Jess and Luke. And welcome, everyone, to this semester's first episode of Chips and Pop. I'm Elena Arms, here to give you the scoop on this week's top TV shows. Now, we have to talk about Squid Games. I'm sure most of you have heard about this one by now. But if you haven't, this is a new series released on Netflix about a month ago. Squid Games is a South Korean drama dubbed in English about desperate people in debt who are invited to play a series of children's games to compete for a large cash prize. However, there are deadly consequences if they lose. This series is nine episodes long and gaining lots of attention rather quickly, so be sure to check it out if you love dark survival dramas. Another new limited series recently released on Netflix is Made. This series tells the story of a single mother, Alex, who is running from her emotionally abusive boyfriend with their young daughter, Maddie, and struggling to make a better life for herself and her daughter. The series was released on Netflix on October 1st, is 10 episodes long, and has stood in the top 10 in the country rating on Netflix since its release date. It deals with very hard topics such as abuse, love, financial struggles, and many more. Another amazing new series recently released on Peacock is called One of Us is Lying. It is based off a novel of the same name and is a crime drama about four teenagers who are each suspects in the suspicious death of one of their fellow classmates. Each teen fits into a stereotypical high school category, the brain, the athlete, the princess, and the criminal, and must all work together to prove their innocence. Now, if you don't have any streaming services, do not fear. There are some amazing TV shows running on cable networks currently. One example is Ghost, which just premiered on CBS. Ghost is a sitcom adapted for American television from a British TV series, featuring a married couple that inherits a lovely country home, only to discover that it is inhibited by several ghosts, hence its name, and requires lots of attention. Watch Samantha and Jay navigate their house full of spirits every Thursday at 8pm on CBS. And of course, a classic fan favorite to round us out this week, The Bachelorette Season 18 returns this week. The Bachelorette this fall is Michelle Young, the runner-up on Matt James' Bachelor season, also known as Bachelor Season 25. And as always, this season promises one of love, lust, drama, anger, and tears. 
Catch season 18 of The Bachelorette Tuesday nights at 8 p.m. on ABC. Well, that's it for TV this week. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Elena Arms, handing it back over to Jess and Luke in the studio. And we are back. First TV segment of the year done and over with. There's some interesting stuff there. Obviously, Squid Game has taken the Netflix and just really the the whole media by storm. Absolutely. My experience watching was an amazing one. Mm -hmm. I was very much into it, and I haven't gotten into a series in a while. I was surprised that I was one of those people binging it. Yeah. I think I, I binged it all in the course of like two or three days. And that was that was with me, like having classes and having to do schoolwork and stuff. <laughs> so it kind of took up my free time for a little bit. So I definitely recommend it as a, even if you don't like think it's the best thing ever, it does kind of grab your attention for however long you're watching it for. Whether you've watched it or you're not, you've probably heard of it. <laughs> yeah, you've probably heard about it. And if you're one of these people that you don't really like hearing about media firestorms and how everything mm-hmm. goes well eh, sorry i guess we're, we're adding on to that uh that trash heap according to you and uh, I, I can't help you with that sorry about that but i'm really interested in um uh one of us is lying i haven't started to watch it yet but i think it's a real it, it sounds like a really cool concept that i'm looking forward to, to watching i'm i might be incorrect in this statement but is was it based off of a book i think i heard that in the segment yeah, <laughs> yeah. i i could have sworn i've heard it um, yeah so before that it was based on a book and mm-hmm. it's fast it's great that it's been adapted and i hope they did a great job yeah i, I hope so too although the thing is but whenever i notice that like between adaptation between like books and movies I'll, everybody whatever one i i consume first is the one i like better that's usually how it goes uh, if, if i read the book first i won't think it's as good as the movie and if i watch mm-hmm. like a movie first then i'm like the book won't be as good as me i don't and i don't know why that is yeah, there's a couple of people I know who are definitely like the book is always going to be better because mm-hmm. you're going to be able to go into a lot more detail and stuff. But sometimes, like you said, the experience of watching something first is going to leave that better impression. So you're going to kind of think, well, I can visually associate it better. I, I think it's because like whatever you associate with the one you, you consumed first is the one that you mm-hmm. apply as like this is the like this is how this is supposed to be mm-hmm. and anything that kind of differentiates from that while it might not be bad is different and not and therefore not what you think mm-hmm. that the original media should be which i think you know is an interesting thing to delve into but i don't i'm not smart enough to really <laughs> to really sink my claws into that concept to be quite honest i'm an avid reader so that's yeah. why i was like i i used to like uh never understand how people can't visualize things mm-hmm. but then i was like oh that's why like people always prefer like TVs and movies. And everything. Yeah, because you know sometimes it, it is hard to to read words and then kind of just be like, oh, this is what this is gonna look like. Mm-hmm. And then they have a a, a visual medium to mm-hmm. kind of help fill in that gap for them. Mm-hmm. It's just like how you like can imagine like a person either like from this what they sound like or like a description in a book, and then you actually see them on screen or in real life, and you're like, my perception was completely off. Yeah. <laughs> And also, yeah, stuff like that. Like people just don't like being wrong in general. So if 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 they if there's like a a visual portrayal of a character they don't think is right, it's automatically well yeah. the movie just sucks. Yeah, it's like that's make you the think, excuse. Why would they do that? Yeah. yeah, it's 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 never us who visualize things wrong. It's always it's always them who mess up who mess up the stuff. It's always their fault, it's ne- you know. It's never my fault. No, it can't be my fault because if it is, then I have to like blame myself for something. But I got me. Yeah, me. Correct myself. How dare you? Me. Do something wrong. Never, <laughs> never happened. 
my whole life. I, I totally didn't <laughs> say the wrong name. <laughs> you know, I've never I've made never a mistake. I've never been incorrect at any point. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of never being incorrect, your ears are never incorrect about what you like about music. It's the bread and butter of this station. Our first music segment, what's topping the charts here on Chips and Pop. Thanks, Jess and Luke. Welcome back to another semester of Chips and Pop. I'm Michael, bringing you everything you need for music. Singer Harry Styles' second solo tour, called Love on Tour, has taken the music world by storm. Since kicking off in September, the tour honoring his critically acclaimed sophomore album, Fine Line, has been packing arenas wherever it goes. Styles has proven himself a competent musician and solo artist, with a musical style that combines his old-school glam rock flair with more contemporary power pop. Both fit his magnetic and flamboyant personality perfectly. Perhaps there is no bigger artist internationally than Styles, who has created a massive brand for himself since going solo in 2017 with his self-titled debut album. Along with music, he graced the December issue of Vogue, the first male to do so. Styles is also set to star in two upcoming films, following his big screen debut in 2017's Dunkirk. Adele is back on the scene with her new single, Easy On Me. The record debuted at number 68 on the Billboard Hot 100 chart in its first five hours of availability. It is expected to leap up the charts as tracking continues to a full week. Easy On Me is a fine power ballad, meditative on the end of a relationship and the turbulent life lessons learned throughout one's life. Her highly anticipated album, 30, is set for release on November 19th. Number one on the Billboard Hot 100 chart is Lil Nas X and Jack Harlow's Industry Baby. The song is Lil Nas X's third number one single behind Old Town Road in 2019 and Montero earlier this year. Taylor Swift's version of her album Fearless is back to number one on the album charts. The re-recorded album has over 20 songs in total and is the first re-recorded album to reach number one on the Billboard 200 chart. Taylor's version of her hit 2012 album Red is slated to release November 12th. Thanks for listening. I'm Michael France, sending you back to your hosts, Jess and Luke. Here on Chips and Pop. All right, a lot of new music popping right now. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you, I have to listen to that new Adele stuff. You haven't listened yet? Not not yet, and I have to. Yeah. I have to. I'm very excited for the 30 album. Yes. I, easy on me, in top of my Spotify playlist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Adele is just one of those things where... The song can like it can have whatever lyrics it wants. You know it's gonna just sound like the best thing you've mm-hmm. ever heard. I feel like her music specifically has such a timeless aspect to it because mm-hmm. obviously when you go and you listen to songs from like the two thousands or the twenty tens, you're kind of like, Oh, this is has that specific sound. But every time I listen to like an Adele album on Shuffle or just like her thing on Spotify on Shuffle I find myself thinking, I'll be like, if I don't memorize the albums, I'll be like, when, which one is this one from? Because she has that kind of timeless voice and that timeless sound. Yeah, she could make a song about, like, anything, and I, I and she'd sing it the way she does, and I'd love it. Mm-hmm. She could go to a concert and sing her grocery list, and I'd still pay money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, singing about getting, like, eggs and milk at, like, Meyer or something. I'd love that. <laughs> also, it seems like every week Lil Nas X has, like, a song that's just also at the top. Yeah. Just, you know. <laughs> he's been doing great. Yeah, he's been doing good for himself. Although I, I admire his uh, his marketing ability. He knows how to market himself. And all the way he just kind of blatantly uh, abuses, like, like um, like the Billboard 100 system. Where, like, every song is, like, two minutes. <laughs> it, like, he'll put all of his main singles on the front of his album so people listen to his album more. Mm-hmm. 
just stuff like that that I, I admire someone who will just like say, yeah, I'm kind of skirting the rules and bending the, the rules to my will. Mm-hmm. And I'm just going to let you know that I'm doing it. I respect someone like that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm also very excited. I love seeing the videos and the photos of the the tour from Harry Styles. Mm-hmm. Um, my best friend got to go. She had an amazing experience. And I feel like I kind of wanted to go because after seeing everything, mm-hmm. you kind of get that like, oh, I kind of missed out on it. But I was like, obviously, the time frame was wrong and yeah. not everyone can go. But it, it, I'm, that is one of the things that I am very much looking forward to after everything. I always feel like the, the pictures and photos from a concert are always like way better than what I've had like going to a concert myself, <laughs> to be quite honest. Yeah. Because you see these pictures like, oh, everyone is having like a good time mm-hmm. and everybody's like jamming to the music and having fun. And then I go to a concert and it's like, all right, I'm like crowded. Yeah. I'm hearing the music, but I can, but the quality isn't that great. I can, I can, it's, it sounds better in my headphones usually, to be honest. The thing that went really viral for Harry Styles was like, everyone dressing up yeah like everyone was like this seems like a fashion show yeah people had planned their outfits like month in advance and sure enough i saw like photos and videos everyone is decked out all the girls had like their makeup on everyone had Mm -hmm. a a jewelry like it was just amazing yet a two for one a concert and like a fashion show i'm surprised there hasn't been more like joint efforts to have like Mm -hmm. all right we're gonna do we're gonna have a musical artist up here and then we're gonna have like a catwalk (laughs) <laughs> and then just directly after or at the same time mm-hmm. can you imagine like a concert going on and then like as the music playing everyone has a good time like the the fashion models come out do, walk down the runway and go back that's literally the the victoria's secret fashion show yeah <laughs> yeah it's an amazing visual <laughs> that's awesome yeah it's I think it's went viral also because of his outfit specifically. Because mm-hmm. people would track, like, what he's worn. And obviously Harry Styles has that specific style, if you will. Oh, yeah. That um, people either love or hate. And those that love will either, like, try and imitate it or they'll try and take their own spin on it. Yeah, sincerest form of flattery. Mm-hmm. Also, I, I saw a video of a Travis Scott concert where, like, the autotune was on the mic and he, like, fell down. And he was like, cool. And it was like, but it was all autotune. And it was, like, the funniest thing ever. That is that is one of my favorite videos. I, like anything auto tune, especially like an auto tune, like mm-hmm. oh man, I'm falling, and that's oh, that's great. Or those uh, perfectly cut screams. <laughs> yes, the, the, I can watch a video of that for like 20 minutes. Yeah, to be like honest. The compilation videos yeah. on YouTube. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, thank you guys for listening and for tuning in. If you did, uh, we will be back in two weeks with another episode of Chips and Pop. I am Luke. I am Jess. Thank and we you so much. Yeah, we'll see you next time. I wanna see where you got it. I'm not-